You're listening to the Story Team Weekly Podcast, where we tell honest and encouraging stories about people whose lives have been transformed by the gospel. I'm Stephen Bush with the Austin Stone Story Team. From the Field is a series of stories about people from the Austin Stone who are sharing the gospel around the world. I currently uh, reside in the Middle East with my wife and two children. Our desire is to uh, plant churches that plant churches that plant churches. Man, the journey for my family to get overseas was um, in, in, in some ways a pretty long journey. We began the process of going overseas through an organization, got the thumbs up from our pastor and our church. But man, as we began to go through the process, God just started closing door after door after door after door. We're like, what the heck? Like, we know that God is about his glory, that God wants these people to know Jesus. We're sitting here saying, hey, God, we're willing to do this. Um, And for whatever reason, the Lord just didn't want us to go. I think it's really clear now uh, the reason why we didn't go at that point was because we weren't prepared. I think that if we would have gone at that point, if the Lord would have just made the path for us to go and started opening all the doors and doing all that, uh, we probably would have lasted a year on the field just because we didn't didn't know what it meant to plant churches. We had really no idea or theology of suffering and hardship and what you do when those things begin to come into your life. In my time of being a pastor, I was asked to preach a sermon on the persecuted church. There are people around the world who are giving their lives for the gospel. Why does God um, allow persecution, suffering, and ultimately martyrdom for some people? And so, man, as I'm, I'm studying and preparing for this sermon, God just gripped my heart in a way that I have probably never been gripped as I've studied the scriptures before. And one of the things that you find whenever you look at the scriptures is that God um, uses persecution and suffering and hardship as a means for the gospel to go to places where it's never been. I'm getting lots of opportunities to preach at churches, but um, the whole time I'm thinking God is preparing his church through what I'm saying. What I didn't know is that God was actually preparing our hearts um, through the very message that I was preaching and proclaiming. God and His uh, sovereignty and providence takes us to the Austin Stone uh, where Ronnie Smith eventually winds up uh, giving his life for the gospel. We got an email from Kevin Peck talking about Ronnie uh, being killed, and I'm just sitting there contemplating what it is I'm giving my life to, like what is life all about, who is Jesus, like am I really giving my life to the Lord? A day or two after that, John Piper uh, wrote up, you know, this article about Ronnie Smith. Uh, the very last line that Piper says in this article is, I'm calling for, for thousands of people to rise up and take Ronnie Smith's place. And it was almost like God just dropped a match on our heart to be part of that thousand uh, to go and, and take Ronnie Smith's place. Our first seven months on the field was the most difficult season Uh, of my life that I've ever been in. I went into culture shock probably two months in. uh, Because Arabic was so difficult, I wasn't doing well. Transitioning from the United States to the Middle East, 
and I was really angry with God, especially, you know, I was uh, went from a position at the Austin Stone where I felt like I was doing really well and operating in my gifting and skill set, and then all of a sudden now I'm in the Middle East where I'm not good at language and I'm not good with these people. You know, the Lord, through Arabic, through culture shock, through all these different things, was just revealing tons and tons of sin in my life. And so that's when the big external things began to happen. Four or five months after we were on the field, my mom passed away. And that was, you know, I had been preparing for my mom's death for a couple of years. Uh, but it was still one of those things, like, you can prepare for that stuff as much as you want. But, you know, you lose somebody who helped and made me the man that I am today. Uh, just was way more difficult emotionally than what I thought it was going to be. Two months after that, my identical twin brother got diagnosed with cancer, found uh, a huge tumor in his arm and then found some more spots in his lungs. And so they decided that they needed to amputate his arm and then also do uh, chemo at that point. My brother's my best friend in the entire world, the guy who, uh, man, I would give my life for in a heartbeat to know that he's going to go through chemo and he's got cancer. And for me to be able to stay on the field in the Middle East, it just didn't seem possible our motivation and desire to go back to the States to be able to care for him, you know, in the lowest point of his life was one of the greatest struggles I think that I've ever had because in a lot of ways I was driven by this conviction like God has called us to be goers. God's called us to give our lives to reach uh, Muslims in the Middle East. And yet in some ways it felt like we were being taken off the field to go and care for my family. Oh man. I think my prayer in those times were, I mean, first and foremost, like, God, would you, would you heal my brother? The other prayer was like, God, would you, would you keep us on the field? We were just going through all these things. And I was like, I don't know if we're going to get to the other side of this and be able to come back. One, we don't know what's going to happen with my brother. Like what, I mean, there was a really good chance that he was going to die. And so I, and the question is like, well, what if he dies? Like, can I actually come back over here and function? Am I going to be a normal human and I began to really wrestle with, I think, difficult doctrines and truths that a lot of people struggle with, like, where is God in the midst of suffering and pain? How, how can a God who is loving and kind and gracious and merciful at the same time allow, not only allow, but like sovereignly take people through pain and allow somebody to suffer that way? Had it not been for that sermon, you know, five years, six years before we left on the field and um, a long-term vision for what he called us to. I would say that the likelihood of us not being able to make it through that would be pretty high. If we would have been like, hey, we're just going to like try this for a year or two, going through all these hardships would have been enough for us to be like, all right, like we, we tried, we tried this thing and it didn't work, obviously, like let's just say, stay in the States. God just gave us, just, man, he just gave us a piece in our heart that just, was just like, man, I have called you to this. This isn't just something you're trying out. It's not just some crazy adventure that you're on. Like, I have called you to give your life to this. I just remember sitting on my bed and the Lord speaking to me. And he said, here's, here's your problem. He said, you think that in this whole thing that you're a part of, that I'm only after the nations. He said, the thing that you don't realize is that as much as I'm after the nations, I'm also after you. The struggle is that we can have like all this doctrine and theology figured out in our hearts, but until you actually begin to walk through those things, you don't really know. When I go through the hardest time in my life, 
is God going to be who he says he is? I can say on the other side of losing my mom, and my brother having cancer, losing his arm, that God was so kind to us in that. I, I don't wish suffering and hardship on anyone, uh, but in a lot of other ways, I just go, man, if, if that's what it takes to get more of Jesus, then I kind of wish it on more people. That, that God and his grace would persevere people through suffering and trials so that um, we get to the other side and go, God is more amazing than I ever thought that he was. If you have been moved by this story and feel led to support the work of these goers financially, you can find more information at austinstone.org forward slash sin. The Austin Stone Story Team is a ministry of the Austin Stone Community Church. You can find more of our stories at austinstone.org forward slash stories. Thank you for listening to the Story Team Weekly Podcast. We will see you next week.